This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Erlen Haaland, where will he go or will he stay? at Borussia Dortmund. That is the biggest questions we ask today of Fabrizio Romano as he joins the show. We discuss Holland, of course, Sergio Aguero, Martin Odegaard, Paulo Dybala, and so much more. Que golazo! Fabrizio Romano begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Kego Lasso on this Monday. I hope you all had a great Easter, a great weekend. And of course, Monday means one thing. Fabrizio Romano. Fab, how are you, my friend? Hello, my friend. Hello to our listeners. I'm fine. Thank you. Hope you had a great Easter and we are ready for the Champions League back, but also for transfer news. So I feel that the transfer market is coming. It's just a matter of one month and we are coming back. Things are heating up, my friend. They're getting warmer and warmer, just like the sun is warming up uh, here on the East Coast in the U.S. and, of course, everywhere in Europe. A spring is here. I feel that transformania is happening, Fabrizio. And listen, man, we got to begin with him. We, you know, everybody that's listening, by the way, you should know that me and Fabrizio, you know, go back and forth during the week. You know, we, we talked on WhatsApp. And he always gives me his thoughts on everything. And, and this week I was like, Fab, we got to begin with one person. And that is Erlen Haaland. Haaland is going to be the talking point of this entire summer, I think, aside from obviously other key players. But Fabrizio, you know, Borussia Dortmund lost this past yes. weekend. They have Man City coming up in the Champions League. It doesn't seem right? That they would win the Champions League. Anything is possible, but it doesn't seem it. They're out of a Champions League spot in the Bundesliga right now. You know, so, so many different things are happening. And you, of course, alongside others reporting, you know, what was going on with Haaland and Mino Raiola going to Barcelona, Real Madrid, heading to Manchester as well. Of course, Chelsea seem interested. What is the latest? Just give me the whole talking point. Everybody, we begin with Erlen Haaland. I want to know everything, Fabrizio. Yes, just because you mentioned the Champions League, that is the natural habitat of, of Volan on the pitch, but is the key for his transfer. So as you say, at the moment, the situation for Borussia Dortmund in Bundesliga is complicated. So if they won't be in the next Champions League, for sure the situation will be so complicated because they say we want to keep Holland one more season. Today was picking Batske, the other day it was picking Zork, all with the same position as they did with Sancho last summer, but they had Champions League. Now they're saying we want to keep Holland, but let's see what happens with the Champions League. So my personal feeling is that if Borussia Dortmund wants to be in the Champions League, Erling Holland could really move this summer. We have always to remind to our listeners that his release clause is not valid this summer, but only in 2022. And that's why Borussia Dortmund hope they can keep the player, but without the Champions League spot would be so complicated. The price, according to Borussia Dortmund people around the club, would be not less than 100, sorry, uh, 150 million euros for Erling Golden this summer. So not easy to sign this player, but the race 
is on. We say last week that Mino Raiola is moving with the father of the player, Alfie Olan. So talks are starting with many clubs. And we can say that we have really an open race. And what I want to say to people is remember how Mino Raiola works. So it will be so long, so long. Imagine that when he did the deal for Matthijs De Ligt from Ajax to Juventus, he started with meetings like in February. He had like five or six meetings also with other clubs, Paris Saint-Germain, Liverpool and many others. And then he decided to join Juventus in July. So it will take long, in my opinion, with Holland. He's just meeting clubs to understand about the projects and what's going on. It was a positive feeling with Barcelona, the first one, because Juan Laporta wants to do something important, wants to show his project. So he was talking with Rayo, with the father of the player. We were surprised because two hours later, Mino was in Madrid talking with Real Madrid. So he is moving around to, to talk with clubs, to show also like training grounds like with Valdebebas for, for Erling Haaland's father. So they are talking. They will go also to talk with English clubs. And when I say English clubs, I mentioned Chelsea for sure because they want a striker, but it's not easy to pay 150 million euro. I will mention Manchester City. And now we're going to talk about the situation of Aguero and more. But what Pep said is, we are not prepared to pay enormous fee this summer. So we want to sign a striker because they want, but it won't be easy to go for this kind of fee. So let's see what happens with Man City. And keep an eye also on Manchester United because we know he has a special feeling with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, but also in this case, spending 150 million euro on a single player after the pandemic will be complicated. So it's an open race. I would say no, Borussia, no, no Bayern Munich, sorry, for this summer, let's say in 2022, but for this summer, no Bayern Munich. Nothing from Paris Saint-Germain at the moment. Juventus are in a complicated situation. So the race is Real Madrid, Barcelona and English clubs in this moment. And also remember that Borussia Dortmund will fight to keep the player, but without the Champions League will be so, so complicated. Oh, I love it. I love all this drama, Fabrizio. I want to know where he's going. Two points you made. The first one, you talked about Matthias De Ligt, right? And how uh, Mina Raiola, you know, they went, same same pattern, right? They went to different clubs to, to see what was the best, whatever. What line, where was Juventus in that, during that trip? Were they the first one? Were they the last one? I'm trying to put it all together. No, they, 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 they were second, you know, in one moment, also in a key moment during the race for, for Matthias De Ligt, like in April, in May, Two years ago, they were like second in the race because Barcelona were leading the race. So I remember that Barca wanted to push and then also Paris Saint-Germain were trying, but then there was some problem between Minoraiola and the board of, of Paris Saint-Germain and also with Barcelona because of the economical situation. And Juventus were so fast to change the situation, like at the end of June, to pay 80 million euro to Ajax and sign the player. That's what I mean when I say it will be so long. So today you see Minoraiola in Barcelona or you see Minoraiola in Madrid and you think, okay, the player is going to Spain. But it's nothing done or agreed yet because Mino, till the last minute, he will try to do his best for the player. It means the best contract. But he knows that he had to fight with Borussia Dortmund. And when I say fight, obviously we're talking about price because all this drama around Holland last week started on Wednesday and not on Thursday. Because on Wednesday he was in Dortmund. And when I say he, I mean Mino Raiola, talking with Borussia Dortmund board and saying, okay, what do we have to do? What is the price? I want to say a strategy because we need to know right now what we're going to do. And they say it again, we want to keep the player. We want to negotiate for less than 150 million euros. So that's what I say is complicated because there are many clubs involved, but always Borussia Dortmund that in this case will fight to keep the player one season more. But remember, as we said for the league, also if today you don't see Minoraio lie in Manchester City on Chelsea's quarters, he's working with all top clubs because he will do the best for the player. So... 
The other thing is that just focusing on the Dortmund thing and if they don't get, you know, and also, by the way, obviously they're not in a Champions League spot yet uh, or maybe at all in the Bundesliga, but it's not impossible yet. There's still plenty of games to go. They're also in the Champions League right now against Abed, a very difficult opponent in Manchester City. But I'm wondering, Fabrizio, if, you know, what Haaland is thinking himself, right? Obviously, you can't predict that. But I'm wondering, you know, if Borussia Dortmund, let's say for, let, let, let's say for the sake of argument, they don't, they get, they get knocked out of the Champions League by Man City. Okay, that's done. All right. But they do get a Champions League spot. They finally crawl back and get it. I wonder how much stronger the argument is. Or I wonder if Haaland is thinking it doesn't matter. I, I, I want to be in Spain. I want to be in the Premier League. I, I, you know, and obviously the other side of this as well, Fabrizio, is how much are they worth? Are they putting worth on Holland? We know how good of a player he is, but because the clauses doesn't activate until next year, you know, are they willing to just wait a little bit longer at the risk of more competition? You see what I'm saying? I'm wondering what the conversation and the narrative will be if Borussia Dortmund indeed do get a Champions League spot, right? But there's still major interest and, of course, uh, the touring, as you said, of the Premier League and La Liga, etc. Yes, what I want to say is that from the player side, also excluding his father and Mino Raiola, just talking about the player, we have to be honest and say that till right now, Holland has always been so respectful with Borussia Dortmund. So all about these rumors, he's always said, I want to focus on the pitch, I want to be a great professional, I respect my club, also because he's spending great times with Borussia Dortmund, scoring always, the club is loving him. So he's been always so respectful. So at the moment, he's not thinking to make pressure or something like this. But what I can guarantee to you is that Erling Holland wants to play the Champions League. So without the Champions League spot, as it's really complicated to keep the player because he wants to, to play the Champions League and also this club would know that they can do it without the Champions League spot. So that's why my feeling is without the Champions League will be so, so complicated. With the Champions League, they can hope. Also because remember what happened with Sancho last summer. So they say we keep the player one season more and then we'll, we'll consider offers this summer. So also Vasquez today, the CEO of the club said, if an, an exceptional bid arrived for Sancho, we have to consider it. So they fear they can lose both two top players. They don't want to lose both top players. So they hope they can keep Holland for one more season and then probably sell Sancho if an important bid will arrive. But at the moment, everything is open. What I can guarantee to you is Holland is respecting Borussia Dortmund, but he wants to play the Champions League 100%. He, could, he can't lose one season without playing the Champions League. So that's why I'm convinced that without the Champions League, he will leave Borussia Dortmund this summer. Yeah, and let's not forget that there's a ripple effect as well. Lionel Messi as well is still trying to figure himself out. Did you hear about Lionel Messi? He's also trying to deal something going on. So there's a lot going on. But that's great info there. Great context on Erling Haaland, Fabrizio. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. When we come back, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we have more including Sergio Aguero and many other players around Europe. Stay right here. Que golazo with Fabrizio Romano. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Que golazo with Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio, Sergio Aguero, uh, Man City legend at this point. He's already the club's all-time scorer. Obviously, we know everything he's done for the club, including that historic first uh Premier League title or, you know, for, for a very long time when he, when, you know, the late goal against QPR, et cetera. But there's so many more. One of the most influential, uh, you know, overseas player ever in the Premier League, just a tremendous asset, obviously announcing that he's done with Man City, you know, a mutual agreement, you know, time to move on. 
Uh, I'm thinking that maybe, I, I personally think for Arito that maybe he's got one more year, maybe two in Europe, and then he might go back to Argentina to his same. beloved Independiente. What, what do you think? What, what's going on? I have the same feeling about this. So one day he will play in Argentina. I always say he has his dream. So I agree with you, Independiente are waiting, but it's not the right moment right now. So he will play in Europe for, for one or two seasons, as you said. I, I totally agree with you. Let's see what happens, because when you have this kind of free agents on the market, it's really everything can happen. At the moment, the two clubs that have moved with people around the ghetto are Barcelona, because they are planning, okay, if we don't sign Holland, we need an important striker. Aguero is one of the opportunities. Also, Kuman always pushing to sign Depay. So they have like a list with many names, but they are in contact with people close to Aguero. So they are be like they want to be like ready if the opportunity will arrive and they, if they can't sign Erling Golland to try for Sergio Aguero. And we know the relationship that he has with Leo Messi. So it could be also a strategic move from Barcelona for Leo Messi future. And let's see what happens also with Paris Saint-Germain because when we're talking, we know that They are waiting to sign the contract of Neymar. They are negotiating with Mbappé. So let's see what happens with strikers, also with Icardi, also with Moise Keane that is on loan from Everton. And when I mention Icardi, I say there are opportunities for him to leave the club in the summer. So they can change a lot with strikers. And Sergio Aguero could be an interesting opportunity as a free agent in Champions League. Ligue 1, he would be like perfect for the last years of, of his career. So Paris Saint-Germain and Barcelona have moved to try and to understand Sergio Aguero, his salary requested more. But from other clubs, like English one, at the moment, nothing with Manchester United. So I want to say to Manchester City fans, don't worry, Sergio is not going to Manchester United. So fake rumors. But about Chelsea or other clubs, at the moment there is nothing. But I won't say 100%, because you know when you have this kind of free agent and you arrive like in June or in July and you're waiting to, to do your strategies, it could be an opportunity for many clubs. So at the moment, Barcelona and Paris Saint-Germain moving And the other clubs are still looking at the situation, but nothing else. I, I'm thinking maybe, a, a, you know, it's just me thinking, uh, you know, especially South Americans, they sometimes they long for, you know, just, you know, being in a country where they can just uh, speak Spanish, just feel, you know, more familiar with yeah. this. I, so I feel Spain is is a closer target. But like you said, you know, who knows? It's too early right now. But, you know, he probably remembers his fond memories back from, you know, Spain and stuff. So I'm thinking that's a key component. Uh, you know, maybe he wants to be somewhere now where he can just, he doesn't have to worry so much about, um, you know, the language factor, not that he can't speak it, but just, just, I just know personally just how it feels. So, so that could be a factor too. Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I, should, I agree with you. I agree with you. And also about Barcelona, he always had this dream of playing for Barcelona, you know, yeah. of playing with Leo Messi, not just in a national team, but also with the club. So my feeling is that Barcelona at the moment are like leading the race, but it's not like a race with offers yet. It's like talking. So we can say that they are like close to sign him, but they are talking. And so I would say that Barcelona is one of the strongest options, probably the strongest option right now. Yeah. From one Argentinian to another, Paolo Dybala, uh, you know, Uh, La Joya, Paolo Dybala, obviously Juventus, you know, got into a little bit of trouble recently, obviously attending Weston McKennie's parties, but he went back to training on Sunday. So that's done and dusted. But Paolo Dybala has always been, 
an interesting target for me. I feel like in, in so, if he went to a certain club, he could be the key person. But because he's at Juventus, it, it's a little bit trickier. What's the latest on him? Yes, as you say, the situation here in Italy is getting really complicated with Paolo Dybala. Uh, he's not playing. I think this year he played like 10 or 11 matches with Juventus. It's incredible because, as you said, we're talking about the top talent, the top player, but injuries, a lot of problems. Now, also, he had COVID some months ago and also the problem with the party in this week. So Juventus excluded him from the last match derby against uh, Torino, but they're having problems with him. So his contract is expiring in one year. And as we said many times, there is still no agreement between Dybala and Juventus to extend this contract. So that's why there are huge opportunities to see Dybala leaving Juventus this summer. To be honest with you, at the moment, there is still nothing advanced with Premier League or Spanish or any other clubs in the world, just because his agent is waiting to understand what happens with Juventus. But my personal feeling is that Juventus and Dybala are close to say, okay, we are fine. We're, we're going we're gonna to leave that situation just because he was so close to join Manchester United. I remember two years ago, Manchester United and Tottenham were so close to sign Paulo Dybala and he decided to stay at Juventus because his desire was to fight for Juventus, to play for Juve. But now the situation is totally different. He knows that he needs to leave, he needs to play, he needs to be a star on another club. So I would say, keep an eye when we talk about top stars for the summer, also on Paulo Dybala. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another player to keep an eye on, is Martin Odegaard because, you know, sometimes I'm like, why did Real Madrid even let him leave? I feel like sometimes you need that kind of player. And obviously, uh, even though Arsenal lost against Liverpool, he, he's still one of the positive factors from uh, what's going on with Mikel Arteta's team. What's the latest with him, especially as well, by the way, um, you know, as the European championships come this summer as well? Yes, it's a, it's a particular situation, you know, because Odegaard is doing so well. We always say it was a great deal. But, you know, when you are so young, moving from Real Madrid to another country, another club, important club like Arsenal, fighting in the Premier League is not easy. And he's performing so well. They are so happy with him also outside the pitch, like, like a guy, like a professional in training. So they are really happy from Arsenal's side with, with him. And let's see what happens, because it's a simple loan with no buy option. But from Arsenal's side, they want to try, really, to keep Martin Odgar for one more season. But from Real Madrid, they're saying the player is our player. So we're waiting for him back in the summer and we count on him. So it will be interesting to see the negotiation at the end of the season between Real Madrid and Arsenal. They have good relationship. They have like a meeting at the end of the season talking of Ceballos and talking of Martin Odgar. But for sure it's an interesting one because Odgar is performing so well. Arsenal will try to keep him. But Real Madrid at the moment are saying the player is coming back. So let's see also what Zidane will decide and if Zidane will be still the manager of Real Madrid. By the way, 22 years old. <laughs> like, it, it's kind of amazing. Uh, well, Fabrizio always delivering so much. All right, we're going to play a quick game, Fabrizio. I didn't warn you about this. I want to see what you do. <laughs> okay. I, I'm gonna, we're going to talk Champions League. I'm going to give you the fixture, okay? okay? I don't want you to even think. Just like okay. straight away, you tell me who's going to win. Okay? okay. Are you ready? All yes. right, we're going to begin. Here we go. Quarterfinals Champions League begins this week. I just want very quickly. Don't even give me a, a reason. Just tell me the okay. team. All right, here we go. All right. Real Madrid, Liverpool. Real Madrid. Man City, Dortmund. Manchester City. Bayern, PSG. PSG. Porto, Chelsea. Chelsea. Very good, Fabrizio. <laughs> I bet you it happens as well. Fabrizio Romano, <laughs> grazie. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Always big pleasure and see you in the coming days with many news and with Champions League on Kegolasso and on CBS Sports. 
everybody. I want to thank Fabrizio Romano for joining me today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Kego Lasso Pod. We are on Apple Podcasts. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. Drop a question or a comment. It's the best way for us to grow the show. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. You can watch this on YouTube youtube.com forward slash Lasso. Also, if you go to cbsports.com in every article, you should see a Lasso right there for you to listen. So we are everywhere. No excuses. We provide so much. We got Champions League quarterfinals coming up this week and so much more. Have a great, great day. 